G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A new initiative has been brewing that has the potential to change thinking on the value of babies in the womb and to save lives. The Save the Date has been issued for people around Australia who are serious about the fight for the lives of unborn children. A working group of passionate leaders from various organisations and denominations and all over Australia collaborating right now as we speak to make Sanctity of Life Sunday an effective, positive influence on our culture. Now, Sanctity of Life Sunday is set down for the 24th of May. Dave Pello, the founder of the Church and State Summits, is back with us. Dave, welcome along. Thank you for having me again, Neil. Dave, counting down now, not long away from the 24th of May, you're looking to have churches around Australia, Christian people around Australia, even organisations, adopt this day as something special. And uh, when I mentioned in the introduction taking this seriously, I think that's what you're wanting to speak to today, is that we need to take this seriously, and the 24th of May creates a wonderful opportunity. It does. It's uh, it's a... Yeah. An idea that was uh, first um, created by an American president, uh, and this was way back in the 80s. So it's, it's not a new idea, um, but it's uh, certainly something that I think, as you know, the um, ministries of, of church and state, is that it shouldn't be something that Christians are content to leave to a politician to actually declare truth from the Word of God and lead culture. This is one of the ministries of the church. Um, And so for us to take that role and that responsibility in Australia is surely something that God's called every one of us to do, not just uh, the leaders of the nation or even the the leaders of of any uh, ministries such as Vision Radio. This is down to every one of us just to bear witness to the nation that life is a sacred gift from God. And uh, it is actually possible and not unprecedented um, for a generation of Christians to change an entire culture. It's been done before, and uh, we should certainly be aiming to do it again. Dave, there is a significance about the timing, and uh, we've said the uh, Sanctity of Life Sunday is going to be the 24th of May, uh, but it's a date that's just nearby that, which is the crucial one, but this is the one, 24th, falls closest to it. Uh, what's so special about this time of year? Well, the date is, um, you know, there's always something on it every time of the year, so there's not really a perfect date. However, the question was uh, seriously debated among all denominations um, and all states in Australia What's going to be a date which has the most significance to the most people? Our objectives being that one day uh, the culture of life would be so dominant and popular in Australia that a political leader would feel confident, such as the Prime Minister, to make it an official national day. And uh, the best answer we came up with 
was the date that abortion was first legalised anywhere in Australia. And that date was the 26th of May in 1969 in the Supreme Court of Victoria with a ruling that became known as the best-made judge law, best example of judge-made law um, ever done. And, and Justice Menhennet ruled uh, that in some circumstances abortion might be considered legal and uh, permissible. So on the Sunday nearest that anniversary every year, um, we Christians across Australia uh, are declaring that that day to be henceforth known as Sanctity of Life Sunday. And of course, since that very first judgment, uh, then right up to the present, abortion has become the leading cause of death in Australia. Uh, something 70 plus thousand abortions each year. And for some, that is a national shame. When you mentioned that this sort of thing has been done before, I think uh, your reference might be to William Wilberforce there, who couldn't have abolished the slave, slave trade on his own. He needed the support of the people. Uh, what are your Correct. thoughts about uh, the grassroots movement that really needs to grow around this issue? Well, interesting choice of words. It, it's um, it's uh, reported by some, or it's in fact true, but you can describe what happened in William Wilberforce's day as the first ever human rights grassroots campaign, the first ever grassroots human rights campaign uh, to change something. And it was it was to change a very similar injustice, and, and that was treating living humans as disposable property. Uh, and that was something that the culture was deeply invested in in those days. William Wilberforce uh, did not have a highly Christian culture. We might think back 200 years and, and think to the Victorian era of... Uh, very prim and proper morals, but in, in fact uh, there was only a handful of of people uh, in St Paul's Cathedral on Easter Sunday morning, while there were thousands of prostitutes all over London. It was a, a deeply um, immoral culture, and as to the slave trade specifically, um, something like 70% of England's gross domestic product, a vast majority of their economy, was based on the slave trade. And not only that, but even the Church of England hierarchy was personally invested in profits and wealth created uh, through the slave trade. So there was a lot of cultural acceptance and normalization of slavery. And just like abortion today, um, slavery was well and truly out of sight, out of mind, hidden and secret and away. It was easy to ignore because it wasn't very common in England. Uh, England was invested in it, but it was all around the rest of the world where the plantations uh, of various products were, um, where all the slaves were located, and the transatlantic slave trade uh, in particular was, was um, something that was commercially viable for them. And, uh, and yet, because there was a whole bunch of grassroots Christians, regular people, not politicians, not called to a life of politics... Uh, but called to intervene in injustice by the fact of their Christianity, they said this isn't good enough and we have to change something. And it did take a generation. It was not easy. It didn't take an election cycle. It took many, many elections. And, uh, and yeah, it was a good generation uh, before um, the job was done. And it would be such a shame for us to look at the job being hard and, and say it's too hard for us, leave it to somebody else. Um, if it's going to take a generation, we should start now. 
Interesting to talk about it as a trial and a struggle and the way that a whole generation needs to be committed to this because as Christian believers, we know that we hold values, values that are shaped by God. The idea that people are made in his image, it means that people are valuable. It means that babies in the womb are valuable. But Dave, it's politicians who change the laws I imagine that unless you've got the Christians who understand deep down as a grassroots uh, people uh, that there is need for change, then there won't really be that sort of pressure that comes on politicians to make the changes. Look, uh, this day isn't an activist day. It's not a day for political pressure. It's just a day for the church to speak to culture and, and, and say, thus saith the Lord, here is the word of God. Take it or leave it. Uh, as from the Garden of Eden, it's always been our choice. Uh, but we don't get to make up the Word of God. And here's what Christians are saying to Australia, is life is sacred. Uh, so I, I'm 100% for Christian activism. Um, and and I, I love uh, helping the church find its its voice to to speak to power and to intervene in injustice. But this particular day is all about the positive and affirming message with a complete lack of activism or partisanship uh, and a complete lack of condemnation or shame for people who've been affected by abortion. Uh, This is a day just to say this beautiful message that God gave us the gift of life. Let's celebrate that and focus on that because at, at this level, everybody can get involved. At this level, everybody can speak out for truth and for justice without any personal targets at all. And in fact, it becomes a day to facilitate ministry in a in an embracing way um, that reflects the glory of God's forgiveness and graciousness that we can extend those arms to, to minister healing and forgiveness to people who've been affected by abortion in the past or who may be abortion vulnerable now, is that just like the woman caught in adultery, uh, we're not going to pretend wrong is right, but Jesus said, I don't condemn you, now go and sin no more. Um, it was all about uh, the, the major... She knew that Jesus didn't need to preach a sermon to her about her guilt. She already knew all about it. What she didn't know was that Jesus didn't condemn her. Um, and so there's no no mincing the, the wrongness of, of killing a baby or having sex outside marriage. Those things are wrong and and everybody knows it. Um, But what people need to hear is that there is forgiveness and there is healing and there is restoration so that the wounds and the traumas that uh, the devil inflicted on us with this pandemic called abortion um, can actually be turned into trophies of, of God's grace in our lives. Interesting to talk about abortion as a pandemic because you can argue that there is a spirituality to it. Uh, People talk about a culture of death and I imagine that when you talk about having a sanctity of life Sunday, uh, love the way you put it, Dave Pello, where it's an invitation to Australians to agree with God. Uh, Let's Mm. just put God's position and let Australians find their own position uh, because Mm. people are coming from all sorts of different backgrounds, different experiences, different levels of guilt uh, if they have their own involvement uh, in the abortion issue, whether it's the abortion industry or whether they've known of someone who has had an abortion. Sanctity of Life Sunday 
It's coming up on the 24th of May. And Dave Pello, you mentioned you want to connect with churches. Is there a way that you would like to connect with church leaders? What can you do for church leaders if they are in touch with you? Well, this is really easy for church leaders to do themselves. Um, I'm, I'm super keen to help anybody that wants help. Um, and, and they can head to my, uh, the website, uh, sanctityoflifesunday.com.au. That's a page full of inspiration and resources uh, to, to help anybody who just might need some help starting in any particular place. And submissions for extra resources there. You know, if you've got anything to contribute, that'd be fantastic. There is no ownership. There is no branding to Sanctity of Life Sunday. This is just Christian. Um, so if, if you can... Uh, do it your way, that's the, the best outcome. We're going to put some um, beautiful images which can be shared and some uh, videos which will very briefly uh, explain the purpose of the day to a congregation. It's a, a 90-second video which you can put in your service, whether it's online or in a, uh, in a physical um, gathering. Um, but a 90-second video that's just positive and affirming and, and theologically sound uh, with with complete absence of, of activism and um, partisanship, etc. It's just a, a really lovely, easy thing that's um, sure to not offend anybody unless they disagree with God that life is sacred. Um, but, uh, yeah, I encourage every pastor to do it their own way, do what suits their congregation. If you're a, a Christian organisation leader, um, let's use the platforms God's given us and just bear witness to the nation that life is a sacred gift from God. Um, but of course, if anybody wants any particular, I'm happy to spend time on the phone or or uh, we can arrange speakers. It's a great opportunity to do a fundraiser for a local pregnancy resource centre, which is a, a resource to the community. Uh, raise their profile, support them, and, and um, that in turn will minister to the people in our churches who need these resources from professional, confidential, um, free places such as these pregnancy resource centres. So there's many, many different ways that an individual or organisation, congregation and pastor can celebrate Sanctity of Life Sunday. But uh, probably the best place to start is sanctityoflifesunday.com.au. Well, I'm sure this conversation will strike a chord with a lot of listeners. And coming up 24th of May, it's the very first Sanctity of Life Sunday. And uh, some of the impetus for just how valuable that will be, it will depend on uh, those around Australia taking up the challenge here and presenting a godly position. Sanctityoflifesunday.com.au, that's sanctityoflifesunday.com.au. Dave Pello, thank you so much for taking some time to update us today on 2020. Thanks for helping spread the word, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.